This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. We take you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man back. Friend of mine, Sheriff Mark Lamb of Pinal County, Arizona, running for U.S. Senate out of the great state of Arizona. Mark, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing good, Joe. How are you doing? I'm living the dream, man. Getting it done. I saw a piece of video by you the other day. It must have been AI. It couldn't have really been you. It probably was somebody who did an AI thing of you. It was really good because the person in the video who looked just like you said that illegal aliens are coming across the border. They're being handed because I knew they were getting food and clothing and a nice place to stay and and three square meals. All that. I I didn't hear about money. You said they're being handed a, a visa card. Get out of here. Look, this is something we've known about for a long time, but uh, I've recently come across more and more Border Patrol agents expressing concerns about it. And so I decided after, you know, I've been sitting on it for a while and I finally was like, you know, the people need to know what's going on. These folks, when they get processed, at least in this area, many of them that are walking out of there getting a, tel- a cell phone, they're getting a plane ticket to wherever they want to go in this country, and then they're getting a visa card with up to $5,000 on Now, I got all the media sources, the mainstream media out there trying to poo-poo on it. I saw the AP said today that I made a false claim about it. What are they basing their evidence on? They're going off of a government who told them that the border was closed, that nobody was just crossing over the border. That's the people they're believing when they say, oh, no, we're not doing that. Um, You know, look, this administration has been lying all the way along. And I'm going off of of firsthand information for people that are actually on the ground. And since I released that video, I've had even more Border Patrol agents reach out to me and Homeland Security investigators saying, hey, thank you for telling the truth. This has been going on for a while and it makes us sick. In talking about what they're getting when they come here illegally, and again, it's Sheriff Mark Lamb. Go to SheriffLambForSenate.com, SheriffLambForSenate.com. In talking about what they're getting, they also denied they were flying them around the country until we had cameras show up at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning seeing that they were flying them around the country. I can't get a free plane ticket, neither can you. But if you come across the border illegally from parts unknown and you, you can't even verify who you are, you can be flown anywhere you say you want to go. In fact, in New York City, a, a really nice hotel. Hotel, the Roosevelt Hotel is shut down. It's filled up with illegal aliens who are complaining that the, that the accommodations aren't good enough. So I'm glad that you're uncovering it. But this, for this to not have been known about these these cards up to five thousand dollars, for this not to, to have been known that we're flying them around the country anywhere they want to go, this has to be a group of people in the media and in government that colluded to keep it quiet. You really can't keep it quiet otherwise, can you? Well, what they do, Joe, here's how they do it. They take your tax dollars and they give them to NGOs, non-governmental organizations. And those non-governmental organizations are primarily the ones that swoop in, give them the plane tickets, give them the hotel rooms, give them the visa cards and the cell phones. Why? Because that way the government can say we're not doing it. But the fact of the matter is they are doing it. Who do you think are paying for these hotel rooms? Who do you think are paying for these flights? 
we, the taxpayer, are paying for it. If you go down to Sky Harbor Airport, no matter what flight you jump on, I was on a Chicago flight a couple weeks ago, two weekends ago, and there were several people that were there. They all have the same bag, a little plastic bag with all yep. the paperwork and their phone charger in it. And then I talked to one of the airline agents. She goes, come here in the morning. The plane, the planes are full, especially of unaccompanied minors that we have to flood onto the plane before everybody else boards. She says it's getting worse and worse. A sense that I had somebody that messaged me the other day that said we had 50 to 60 illegals on my flight yesterday. That was just the other day that told me that. Yeah. Now, it doesn't make any sense, Mark. And the NGOs you're talking about, these non-governmental organizations, should not be getting a dime. And they, they call themselves things like Catholic Charities, which sounds like I, I grew up Catholic. I like to help them out. It turns out they are 100% in on getting illegal aliens across the border and staying here. In fact, NGOs, as you know, and you, you and I probably talked about this before, they're set up in Mexico where they're getting people on the asylum program and on the parole program without the government doing it. So the government can say they aren't illegal. They're, they're, these are legal uh, asylum seekers. They've already applied online. They applied with the help of the NGOs that you and I are paying for. So what do we do about it? Well, can we do anything about it? Well, we got to stop using taxpayer dollars to fund this kind of nonsense. That's the first thing. We're in um, non-profit organizations, NGOs, what incentive do they have to try to stop the problem when they are getting millions and millions of dollars from our government right. to help these people out? And they're getting fat salaries, the people at the top. So look, while some of these groups are trying to do the right thing, the majority of them quickly get engrossed in the amount of money that comes in. And they think they're doing a good thing. But what they're really doing is aiding and abetting this government in spreading human trafficking across this country to the expense of not just Americans, but not just those people that have come across here illegally and made false asylum claims. But to the communities across America, like New York and Chicago, that are now unfortunately filling the 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 justice of their own actions. Yes. Well, if you're a sanctuary city, you should probably walk the walk, not just talk the talk. And they're freaking out in these in these communities. The, the other day, there was a video of of a bunch of people from the black community in Chicago saying, "Hey, this is our city. Enough is enough." And a lot of them are saying, "I'm never voting for for a Democrat again. If this is what Democrats will do to us, why would I ever vote?" this way again so there is a sea change going on to that end are you hearing anything either on the border patrol level or on the governmental level from washington about joe biden quietly trying to change the border uh, tactics to slow down the flow they're going to lose badly next year if they don't do something about the border it's going to be a major issue no they're complete they've lost control it's not going down at all it's going up they had over 12,000 the other day. You know, I get, I talk to Border Patrol agents every day. We get email, we get text messages every day with the amount of people they release into the communities along the border. Every now and then they release some into my county as well. This is what we see every day. Um, we get this. And then those, the, some of those cities are getting a thousand people a day. And a lot of these people are from Senegal, uh, Chad, Mauritania, Egypt, uh, China. They're not even coming from Central and South America countries mostly. They're coming from all over the world. And so this should be alarming to every American. And then to to take our money, our tax dollars, when we are struggling, when we are our economy is killing the average American and, and really, especially this time of year during Christmas, breaking a lot of American families to know that they're just giving our money to them is sickening. And yeah. then to media and the government lying, continue to cover it up and try to play like they didn't do this. 
Uh, should you become a U.S. Senator, and it's uh, Sheriff Mark Lamb, uh, go to SheriffLambForSenate.com, and it's F-O-R, SheriffLambForSenate.com. Should you become a U.S. Senator, what can you do about the economy? What can you do about the border? What can you do about money to Ukraine? What, what are you ready to do? Well, when I become a U.S. Senator, Joe, we're going to get right back to closing this border. Get back to the Trump era policies, the Remain in Mexico policy. Declare these ter- these cartels the terrorists that they are, and let's deal with them once and for all. We got a lot we got to do on the border. We need somebody that has that experience on it. Crime. Let's actually hold people accountable. Let's get rid of these bad DAs in places where they're not going to hold people accountable. And really, as a senator, my job is not to impede in what the states do. My job is to hold the federal uh, law enforcement agencies accountable. And there's a lot of work that needs to be done there as well. It needs somebody that understands that. And then the economy. I agree with President Trump. Uh, We got to get our energy independence back, open up, start getting our oil, coal, all of those things back because it takes energy to make products, ship it and sell it. Our economy is a disaster. And this administration has bungled every piece of foreign policy as well. So those are some of the top priorities I have. And I look forward to getting back to Washington, D.C., not just for the people of Arizona, but for every one of you across this country, because as a senator, what I do will affect all 50 states. Should you become a senator, you, you say you're going to, and God bless you, you should feel that way. Um, what do you do about the DHS? What do you do about Border Patrol? You've got laws in the books now that if they're enforced would work. You don't have to have compre- whatever that means, comprehensive immigration reform. You've already got laws in the books that Trump showed for four years can work and do work. How do you make sure that they get back into place? And here's why I asked the question. There was an NDAA vote yesterday that... A bunch of uh, Republican, so-called Republican senators voted for. They could have they could have towed the line. They could have held the line, and they could have forced some really good, positive changes in that. But there are a bunch of Republicans in Washington that just get along to go along, or go along to get along. Can you go in there and be a maverick? I know that you are a maverick, but if you've got forty, you got fifty-five other Republicans. Let's say the Republicans got the Senate back, and twenty of them are rhinos. What do you do about that? Look, I always tell people how many people stood in front of the tanks in Tiananmen Square, Joe. Joe. Yeah. One one man, he changed. I'm not saying that I'm going to go back there and change everything, but I'm not. this is my message to the people you listening today. The only way we take our country back is we the people. That is our power in this country. And we the people need to send these elected officials that aren't doing their job home and let's get somebody out there that understands Americans first and America first. And let's start taking our country back. That's why I'm running Look, this is not convenient, comfortable, or fun in any, you know, for the most part. But I love freedom and I love this country and I'm, I'm determined to protect it. So please come support me at SheriffLandForSenate.com. You can donate there. If you live in Arizona, you can sign my petition and you can donate no matter what state you live in. If you're passionate about America, Arizona will be a pivotal state, not only for the Senate, but for the presidency in this country. Arizona is always a pivotal state. Maricopa County and how messed up the elections are there, that's always a pivotal place as well. Um, going into 2024, we know there are major issues in 22. We know there are major issues in Arizona in 20. I mean, hell, in your county in the primary, didn't they run out of Republican ballots? So, I mean, uh, how do you know that you're going to get a fair shake out of Arizona? Are these problems fixed? Well, Joe, I don't think you can ever know. But what you can do is try to be a candidate that can win so convincingly they can't take it from you. You know, we still have plenty of Republican votes in this state of Arizona, more 170,000 more Republicans in the state of Arizona. And those independents want to vote for a, a candidate 
who is going to espouse those 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 values of God, family, freedom in the state of Arizona. So I hope to be that candidate and I'm running that, you know, my campaign is authentic and somebody who is passionate about those those principles, God, family, freedom and the constitution and guns. I love those two. And so we need that back here in Arizona and we need that across America. And so that's what I'm focused on. And I think there's a major appetite for that here. What are you hearing out there in the campaign trail? I see these great videos and pictures of you meeting people and shaking hands and kissing babies and speaking in front of nice crowds. What are you hearing? I hear nothing but support. Nothing but support everywhere we go. People are passionate about it. And they recognize that as a candidate, I've got the experience to take care of the border, the crime, uh, to help with the economy. I run an agency of over uh, 600 employees with a budget of well over $60 million, depending on how much grant funds we get. And I've been working on protecting our, our, our communities from a national security perspective as well. So uh, they see that I've got the experience and it's the right time, the right person for the right time. And uh, this is a pivotal, pivotal election for America. Um, I think our sovereignty, our freedom is at stake if we don't win these 2024 elections. Yeah, what is it? Four candidates that are in now? You've got a cinema who's got the seat. You, you hope to unseat her. Our friend Kerry Lake is in there. Isn't there some guy Herrera or something as well uh, who's running? Uh, do, do you do you? Mark, I've never run for office, probably never will. I think I ran for lieutenant of the high school band once and lost. So that was it for me. So I don't know how you strategize. Do you worry about the competition? Do you worry about the issues? Do you worry about what the people hear and see? Do you have to worry about all that stuff? What do you do? Well, there's a great quote that says, winners focus on winning and losers focus on winners. I put my head down and I run towards the finish line. I think Americans are tired of politicians politicking on the other people they're running against, as opposed to just trying to go out and earn the vote. I am actually just trying to go out and earn the vote based on who I am, what I stand for, the values that I believe in, and where I think the country needs to be and what I believe in the Constitution and the the Founding Fathers. And I think that's what people are hungry for. And that's why I say everywhere we go, we're having a ton of success there. So I'm focused on that. It doesn't matter if 100 people get in the race. Uh, I've been caught. I felt called and compelled to do this. And I'm going to run this race all the way through, sprint through the finish line. And God willing, I'll, I'll be the next senator. And if not, you know what? I was in the arena and I slugged it out. Yeah, and you're doing a great job. I mean, again, I mean, I'm seeing these videos. I'm seeing these pictures. I, I talk to you on and off camera. And I know that you're really charged up about it. Um, uh, so I get it. You don't have to focus on the other people that are in there. But how, how does it work in Arizona by law? Are you already on the ballot for the primary? Is that already done? No, you do it through signatures. And we have okay. to turn our signatures in March. I'll have plenty of signatures. I already do. Uh, so there'll be a couple of us on there for the Republican. Uh, so far, the sitting senator has not actually officially announced so i'm not sure what it should be really and uh there's one democrat on there so uh we'll have a primary in august in arizona and the winner of that will go on to face in a general election between that uh will probably be a democrat and a republican possibly an independent and uh we'll see what the outcome is but i can tell you uh people in arizona are hungry for a proven conservative fighter and uh, we cannot have somebody that is going to espouse the same policies that this administration has been has been running with for the last three years, because it is is frankly damaging this country to the point where we may not get it back. I don't know. We're working yeah. hard to try to keep it. 
Are you looking forward to debating? I, I, I like debating in high school. And again, I never ran for anything but, but in, in the band, and I lost. But I like debating topics. I do that on my show all the time. It's actually kind of fun for me. And I think the audience listening can really glean exactly who you are as a candidate. Do you want to debate? Oh, yeah. I look forward to the debates. I look forward to them on a, on a uh, primary stage and on a uh, general stage as well. It's interesting. Again, I know that you're not focused on on the other candidates, but with Cinema, she's got the seat now. She doesn't claim to be a Democrat anymore. She's claiming to be an independent, although she still caucuses with with the Democrats on the campaign trail. Mark, do you have to bring that out because she's not going to say it? But she still caucuses with the Democrats almost every single time. She's a reliable Democrat vote, but she wants the people of Arizona, a purplish red state, to think that she's not. You know, I don't know that you have to bring it out. I mean, obviously, it's going to come out on its own. People are not blind, you know, and people are paying a lot more attention to what they have than the past. And people are seeing just who has not been serving well and who has. And uh, I think that this is a good year for anybody who is an authentic person that loves this country and wants to stand up for what's right. This is a great time to run for office and let's take our country back. And that's what I've seen all across the board. Sheriff Lamb for Senate.com. Sheriff Lamb, F-O-R, Senate.com. It's Sheriff Mark Lamb, Pinal County, Arizona. Sheriff, I appreciate you taking the time. Appreciate yeah, your friendship, Mark. and best of luck going forward, man. And Merry Christmas to you, and Merry Christmas to all your listeners out there. God bless. Have a great uh, holiday. Merry Christmas, Mark. We appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. So there's a bit of a I debate, I guess, about the $5,000 cards. Now, Lamb, again, is a border sheriff. He says he's talked to DHS and Border Patrol and so on. They say, yes, it's happening. And then he said, you know, up to $5,000. So maybe it's 5000 for a family. Let, let me tell you this. Nobody coming here illegally should be getting a dime. It's just, I, mean, I don't know why we're even having this discussion. Nobody coming here illegally should get a dime. Should we give somebody some food who's hungry? Sure. Some water who's thirsty? Yes. Some shelter who's cold or, or hot? Yes. Should we be offering them free room and board for as long as they want, a free plane ticket somewhere, and a, and a card with cash on it? No. How exactly are we going to dissuade people from breaking the law and doing it legally Make them do it legally. How are we going to dissuade them from breaking the law if we're going to hand them all this free stuff? Why would you ever come legally? Because nobody who comes legally gets any of this stuff. None of it. The clear benefit is to come here illegally. Plus, they get to compete with others for jobs. New York State says, hey, anybody who's here illegally can, can stay, and they can compete for jobs against Americans. That's crazy if you think about it. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com, Michael Seifert. The boss over at Public Square. Next hour, keep it here. The Joe Pag Show. This 
is the Joe Pegg Show.